What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's World Redhead Day, Tony. Can you still picture your red hair? I'm Tony Kornheiser. Yes, in piles on my pillow, caught in hairbrushes, <laughs> clogging the shower drain. Yes, it wasn't really red. It wasn't bright red. It was, you know, it light brown. Close. It wasn't like my grandson Henry's red hair. No. Okay, but, but it was it a red out. afro. People don't understand. It See, was. they think you're making this up. I was there. Oh, no. Red yeah, afro like Bernie on room 222. I'm skewing 50 years us. older. You're dating us on room 222. Yeah, and I had a red beard, too, for a while. Now I got nothing. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Nets sound messy. Colin Kaepernick works out for the Raiders, and Joel Embiid posts a curious tweet. But we begin today with the Miami Heat losing at home for the second time to the Boston Celtics, this time by 13 points. The Celtics outscored the Heat 56-38 to in the second half. Over the course of the game, Miami missed 64 of 94 shots. Wilbon, you were there. Can you still make a case for Miami winning this series? I can't, Tony. I can't. And I feel guilty about saying that in a way, just because I think the Miami Heat is the most willful team in pro basketball today. When it just comes to sheer determination and will. You know, people, the, the, the word I hate now is culture. But that actually exists with that franchise. And, of course, it starts with Pat Riley, the president. It's always started with Pat Riley and goes to Eric Spolstra and the toughest, best player on that team, Jimmy Butler, as far as I'm concerned. And, but, but, Tony, when you're as injured as they are, and I, Jimmy Butler's not going to make excuses, and he's not going to sit down at a microphone and say he's hurt, but I know he's hurt. And so Kyle Lowry is hurt, and we know Tyler Hero's hurt because he's been out of the lineup. He's not even on the floor. And you get to the point where this is not pro football where there's 53 guys in a locker room or baseball where there's 25. There's, there's, there's 12 guys, and three or four guys count. Three or four guys do all the lifting. And next man up doesn't do it because the next man up can't be as good as those men. And so I feel bad about this series for the Miami Heat because whole, even though not as talented perhaps, they can still play with anybody including the Celtics, but tell them they're not whole. They're not healthy enough. And so I don't see a path forward for them as tough as they are mentally and physically. Not anymore. Yeah. So I admire them. I like Miami as a team. I cannot even imagine they can win two games in a row. They just lost two games in a row, and they look terrible doing it, right? Let me consult my notes here because I write this stuff down. This isn't the first time in these playoffs that good teams in critical games at home have looked bad. Phoenix did it. Philadelphia did it, and now Miami is doing it. I know what you're saying about being hurt. A lot of people are hurt, Mike. If you're hurt, get off the floor. You love Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler was 4 for 18 last night. Your best player cannot shoot under 25% and take the most shots. Their starting backcourt was 0 for 15 last night. Let me repeat that. 0 for 15. You can't win a high school game doing that, which means that three of their starters were combined four for 33, Mike. I mean, that, that, there's no and, – and it's the second game in a row where they were terrible. So yeah. they're not going to win. They're no. not going to win. It's Tony, not going to happen. They're not going to win, but I'm not going to let you be a hypocrite. 
You don't want to hear guys sitting out because they got some injuries. You want guys to play and justify, as you always said about Michael Jordan, the full yeah, faith but not four in the ticket, in the paying customer tone. They're not but just boo-boos. These guys play. are injured. They're out there giving okay, up their best. You, what the hell do you want? No, Mike, I don't want a coach playing a guy who's shooting four for 18 when you can get somebody else. Let me just read you, you something. That you, you can't get somebody else. I got free I agent backcourt as it is. Just, Listen for a sec. Listen to this quote by the Celtics coach. I think the mental stress and strain we put on some teams with our defense has worked and carried us through the playoffs. You saw it in the Brooklyn series. Guys started to wear down. Game seven against Milwaukee. Antetokounmpo was down some. Having all those bodies to continue to throw at people wears down on them physically and mentally. That's Boston's formula, and it is working perfectly. It is working. working. It is working, and it worked against uh, uh, Brooklyn, I mean, brilliantly. But I am not going to sit here. And by the way, those guys don't sit there and say we're hurt. I'm saying it. I get paid to observe. I don't need analytics to tell me that those guys are injured, not just hurting. They're injured. And this series is probably going to be over because of it, as well as Boston played. More than one thing can be true. Their defense wears you out. And they're injured. That's the, that's the truth of the matter, Tone. The discombobulated Nets, speaking of, have been out of the playoffs for a month and things sound no clearer for next season either. The New York Daily News reports that the team is currently unwilling to give a long-term contract extension to your boy, Tone, Kyrie Irving, which could lead to Irving <laughs> opting out of next season and becoming a free agent. And Kevin Durant, y'all know who I am, and the team reportedly haven't been in touch since the Celtics swept them out last month. All right, Tony, do you expect that all the Nets' big three issues will be resolved and we're going to see Irving, Durant, and Ben Simmons play together next season? I don't know how anybody can believe that is going to happen. Maybe a few games, but all 82, you can wish that will happen the, the Brooklyn Nets are built on wishes. Let's examine this point by point. Ben Simmons did not play a single game last year. He has a bad back. Is there a magic operation that can assure people he's going to play this coming year? No, there isn't. Kyrie Irving, how do you think he's going to feel now that the Nets have essentially leaked to the world that they don't want this guy? You think he's going to show up for work every day and really be happy to play for the Nets? And how will this affect Kevin Durant? who loves Kyrie Irving, right? Because I, I, it's just, it's craziness. I'll tell you this, Mike. I don't believe this story. I believe the reporting on it. I don't believe the Nets are actually going to hold firm to this line because they haven't wow. done it before. Kyrie wow. Irving held them hostage last year. He will hold them hostage again this year. And any team that he is on, he will ruin. You know I'm not going to disagree with any of that. By the way, I like the way you set that up. It was like Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. I'm skewing older again. I'm back in the 70s. And you knew what you were doing, and I know what you were doing. Very nicely done. That soap opera setup, I like that. And that's what it is. And I, 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 I agree with your reasoning, Tony. But here's the thing. Because they don't hold true to what they believe about Kyrie Irving, I don't right. know what they're going to do. Because, Tony, this is a true dilemma. When you got Kyrie Irving, you have an asset like Irving who is box office, whose greatness is – physical greatness is unquestioned. But, man, Tone, I wouldn't sign him. 
I would not sign him to a multi-year deal where you know he's not going to be accountable. You know he's not reliable. You know he's not going to show. He's going to take six games off because it's some friend's birthday. You, you know you're not getting what you need to get in terms of, of, of playing That's for right. a championship. So what do you do? Do you convince LeBron James that they should trade him to Los Angeles somehow and LeBron should take him back, the only place that Kyrie has had that kind of success? Tony, I don't think right. you're going to see it either, but that means they got to sign and trade him. And who wants Kyrie? Somebody's going to bite, right? They, a bad team will, sure. Not a good team. Not a team that thinks it can win. Mike, the Nets were so starry-eyed when they got Durant and they got Kyrie Irving. They felt they could just roll the ball out there and want to win a bunch of yep. championships. It didn't happen. Yep. James Harden was here for an hour and a half, and he said, get me out of here. And, and Kevin Durant, if you mess around with Irving, Kevin Durant just may leave or just demand to, to go somewhere else. The, the lesson in this is be careful what you wish for. Be careful. Yeah. Let's go to Colin Alleged Kaepernick. super team. Kaepernick right. worked out for the Raiders yesterday. It was his first workout since he played for the 49ers in 2016. He's been out of football for five years. Wilbon, what are your thoughts on this team and this opportunity for Kaepernick? I don't give a damn about this situation. I don't give a damn about this team. And by the way, the Raiders, this is what they do. The Raiders rebel. They are the rebellious team, used to be in all of American sports, certainly still in pro football. And the first, Al Davis, not his son, Al you know, to hire the first black coach of modern times, uh, Art Shell. You know, to hire the first female executive at that higher level, Amy Trask. To hire the first Hispanic coach in Tom Flores. They, 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 you, you knew Al Davis. I inherited a great relationship yep. with Al Davis, largely because yep. of you, thank you very much. And we know what Al Davis stood for. But, Tone, I don't care. I mean, this is an indictment. The fact that we are reminded now that Colin Kaepernick has missed five years, it's an indictment of the NFL and the prejudiced prejudice, which set this situation up, which has left him out of pro football for five years. The lying, the bigotry, the arrogance, the offensive behavior by NFL management and ownership, because there's 32 of these teams. Don't tell me the Raiders are the only one that can bring him in for an honest workout tone. That means at least 31 others have ignored him. For And I'm not saying all 31 are guilty of that. But Tone, yeah. it's the majority, and it's an indictment to me, yeah. and it reminds me, and it makes me angry as hell at the NFL. Angry. So let me look, let me look at the football part of this. He's been out of the game for five years. That's really a long time. He hasn't gotten hit yeah. in five years. Now, he's only 34. That's not old for a quarterback these days by any means. And I can imagine, Mike, I can imagine him being on a team and going through reps and going through training camp and getting a lot of it back. What I wonder about is this, and I know he says I want to play, but he's taken a long road for five years, and I'm not sure three, four, five months into a season he's going to feel it's all worth it. I don't know about that. I'm not at all worried about the social and political stuff because the NFL claims to endorse yeah. everything he's ever said. That's right. And they put end racism put in, you know, all over in the, the end zone. It, It's all yeah. over the field. Right. So what, so what I worry about, and I think the, the real question is how much – Honestly, how much does he have left? Because it's, it's a long way out. The Raiders have had very terrible public relations lately. The John Gruden emails were terrible. Gruden is suing in Las Vegas, in that area. He's suing Roger Goodell. They let an interim coach who took him to the playoffs go. You know, so maybe, they, maybe Colin Kaepernick, in a weird way, is a good shot of public relations. They got a quarterback, Derek Carr. They could bring Kaepernick in. I think 
from a football standpoint, you wonder how much does he have left? And I hope he gets the chance to see. Let's take a but break. Tell real Coming quickly, up. Tell, tell real Go quickly I know we agree yep. the Raiders is the place where this would play out historically. The Raiders are the what Steelers. The Raiders do. Or the Steelers. Yeah, okay. those two. Either, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Coming up, Joel Embiid tweets that Miami needs another star. What's the word for that? You're going to know my word for him. <laughs> and how best to describe the Blues' improbable comeback against the Avalanche last night. Wow, wow, wow. Well, that's, that's a word. Three times. It's a word. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Time to get it on with Lexicon. What's first? Joel Embiid was blank when he tweeted that Miami needs another star. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say yappy. Joel Embiid (laughs) is always yappy. Joel Embiid has won nothing. He has never been to the NBA Finals. Every important series he's ever been in, he's lost. And he's found it easy to say Ben Simmons can't play or James Harden was better when he was in Houston. He finds it easy to blame other people. Look, this... What he's doing now he, to say, if I go to Miami with my good friend Jimmy Butler, we're going to win a championship, despite the fact that neither has ever won a championship, to my knowledge. And it's an incredible shot at Bam Adebayo, because it says if you get rid of him and you bring me, we win. And it's an incredible shot at Philadelphia, where the fans are supportive, because he's sort of saying, I could leave. It's okay, I could leave. Mike, when he wins, I'll shut up. Until then, he's yappy. Don't. He's covetous. And it's okay. Because, I mean, Jimmy was quoted somewhere last in the last week or 10 days as saying he'd still like to be playing. I, he might have used a phrase on the same team. I didn't take that to mean he was ready to get on a plane and go to Philly. He would love to play with Joel Embiid. Who the hell doesn't want to play with Joel Embiid? If you're not a center, all right, if you're a guard or a forward or a swing in this otherwise positionless basketball we have today, who wouldn't want to play with Joel? And Embiid would well, want to play Simmons. with Jimmy Butler. 
So it's covetous. Ben Simmons He's didn't want to play with him. It's okay. Who doesn't? Ben Simmons doesn't want to play with him. Well, Ben he Simmons don't want to play with, with anybody. He might want to play with that's, you with that giant red afro. <laughs> you might remind him of somebody like Bill Walton. What's next? Last night's comeback win by the Blues was blank. It was stirring. I, I got I to read this because I want to make sure it I get was. it right. The Blues became it the was. first team ever to score two game-tying goals in the final five minutes of regulation when facing elimination. I understand that's a small criterion, but it's ever. All right, they were down 3-0. They get it to 3-3 with 4.46 to go. They go a goal down at 4-3 with 2.46 to go. They tie it with 56 seconds to go, and they win in overtime, and they beat a real good team, Colorado, in Colorado, and now the series is 3-2. St. Louis, this team, I believe, won the Stanley Cup three years ago. The last time Colorado won the Stanley Cup, and I know you like them a lot, was 21 years ago. So I give St. Louis a real good chance of going back home in game six and tying the series. And bringing it back to seven in Colorado. Tony, and my worry won't be much different than yours because it's the same sort of feeling. It's rousing. And I got to watch more of this last night than than I should have considering I was in Miami covering an NBA game. But I got to watch and to see the replay of those last few minutes again was indeed rousing. And McKinnon's goal, his end-to-end goal tone, that was right up there. Look, I'm I'm sitting in New England. I'm sitting in Boston, and I'm going to invoke the name of Bobby Orr and one of the – maybe the The most famous goal goal in NHL history. Yeah, the flying goal. And so people here would say, shut up, don't do that. That's blasphemy. I'm sorry. McKinnon's goal was breathtaking. And yet, Tom, for St. Louis to come back from that sort of back-breaking situation, or so it would seem, phenomenal and rousing. That's the final word. Let's take one last break, but still to come, speaking of hockey, will Connor McDavid and the Oilers eliminate the Flames tonight? And will the Dubs do the same thing to the Mavs? Got a game Well, you five have to think so. San Francisco. They're 8-0 at home. They're 8-0 yeah. at home. You'd have to think. Yeah. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Happy time, people. Happy 23rd birthday, Micah Parsons. Parsons was the 12th overall pick in last year's NFL draft out of Penn State, and he had a spectacular first year for the Dallas Cowboys. 
Parsons continued where he left off at Penn State, where he was the Butkus Award winner as the top college linebacker. In Dallas, Parsons started right away. He had 13 sacks, 84 tackles. He forced three fumbles. As a result, Parsons was first-team All-Pro and the Defensive Rookie of the Year. Parsons played a key role in the Cowboys going 12-5 and and winning the NFC East. The last Rookie of the Year for the Cowboys was Dak Prescott. Sadly for Cowboy fans, Dallas was eliminated from the playoffs in their first game by San Francisco. But rest assured, people, with Prescott and Parsons, the Cowboys will undoubtedly enter this year as Super Bowl favorites on Get Up and First Take. Ah. Will Byron, yeah, don't you tell get Greeny tired of the Stephen Cowboys a. quickly, don't you? You get tired. Of don't it. tell Stephen A. and Greeny that the Cowboys aren't worth a damn and never do anything in January when it counts. Shh. Don't, don't tell them. Don't spoil their fun. Happy anniversary, Yaramir Yager. On this day 30 years ago, the Pittsburgh Penguins scoring machine got this great goal against the Chicago Blackhawks in game one of the Stanley Cup final. Yager stole the puck, then embarrassed multiple Blackhawk defenders before beating Ed <laughs> Belfour with a backhander. Yager's teammate Mario Lemieux called it the greatest goal I've ever seen. That goal tied game one at 4-4 with 4.55 left to go, and the Penguins won the game on a goal with just 13 seconds remaining they went on to sweep the Blackhawks and win the Cup. Yago played 24 seasons in the NHL. He's second all-time in points, fourth all-time in goals scored. What a team that was with Yago and Mew. Wilbon, we see your contempt for the Penguins and Sidney Crosby yeah. year after year. Yeah. Is it because of this sweep in 1992? Is this the source of your bitterness? No, I, I love Lemieux. I did then, Tony. That series hurt. The Bulls and Blackhawks were in the finals that year. I got to a lot, if not all those games in both those sports for the final. But you know, it's, a, it's sort of an admiration, grudging, like Notre Dame, like my relationship with Notre Dame and Michigan. You can hate them because they're so great institutionally, and so yeah. are the Penguins, and so is Sidney Crosby. So let me say that now. Happy trails to two more of the top ten women's seeds at the French Open. We are up to seven out now as French wildcard Leolia Jean-Jean upset the number eight seed, former world number one Karolina Pliskova, in straight sets, 6-2, 6-2. Jean Jean is ranked 227th in the world. And number nine, American Danielle Collins went out in straight sets to American Shelby Rogers, 6-4, 6-3. Meanwhile, top seed Iga Sviantek crushed American Allison Risk, 6-0, 6-2. Sviantek, number three, Paula Badosa of Spain, and number seven, Arena Sabalenka of Belarus are the only top seeds left. And I grinded on that. I got those names. Ah. But Tony, I think Let's go there's to the big a finish. flood of to... great players out there. A flood of great players, both sides. But we'll be mentioning one every day on the women's side. we should got to start paying more attention to tennis. Tennis is good. I just haven't yes. watched it as much as I used to. Let's gotta, go to the big finish. Back to the TV. Let's do it. Your girl, Michelle Wee, who I know you like, tells Golf Week she will step away from competitive golf after next week's U.S. Open. Your thoughts? She has a full life. She's a wonderful, passionate mom. I mean, she has a full life. She doesn't owe her whole life to golf. If she wants to play good, if she wants to do something else, I'm going to applaud that too. Yes, I love Michelle E. West. Former Blazers coach Terry Stotts met with the Lakers about that opening tone. Is that a good fit? I don't honestly think there's a good fit anywhere in the world for the Lakers right now. I don't. But I think Stotts is a good coach. And I think he did well. He was in Portland. I thought he did well. Oklahoma's softball has outscored opponents 500 to 47 this season. 
run ruling them in 37 of 54 games played. You've got to be impressed. That is domination, Holmes. That's the definition of domination. Rangers and Hurricanes, Oilers and Flames tonight. Who you got? I got the Rangers, obviously, and the Oilers. Last one, Mavs versus Warriors, game five tonight. Will the Warriors end this series? Tony, any reasonable instinct says the Warriors are going to win that game at home and in the series. But I'm going to go with Dallas just to get one more game. Really? Not the series, just tonight. Just tonight. We're out of time. Try and do better the next time. Drew Goodman, shout out. Must be insane for making that pick. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, PTS Sports Center.